0: chapter seventeen of the alhambra a series of tales and sketches of the moors and spaniards by washington irving this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter seventeen the tower of las infantas in an evening stroll up a narrow glen overshadowed by fig-trees pomegranates and myrtles that divides the land of the fortress from those of the i was struck with the romantic appearance of a moorish tower in the outer wall of the alhambra that rose high above the tree-tops and caught the ruddy rays of the setting sun a solitary window at a great height commanded a view of the glen and as i was regarding it a young female looked out with her head adorned with flowers she was evidently superior to the usual class of people that inhabit the old tower of the fortress and this sudden and picturesque glimpse of her reminded me of the descriptions of captive beauties in fairy tales. The fanciful associations of my mind were increased on being informed by my attendant Mateo that this was the tower of the princesses, la Torre de las Infantes, so called for having been, according to tradition, the residence of the daughters of the Moorish kings. I have since visited the tower. It is not generally shown to strangers, though well worthy attention, for the interior is equal for beauty of architecture and delicacy of ornament to any part of the palace. The elegance of his central hall with its marble fountain, its lofty arches and richly fretted dome, the arabesques and stucco-work of the small but well-proportioned chambers, though injured by time and neglect, all accord with the story of its being anciently the abode of royal beauty the little old fairy queen who lives under the staircase of the alhambra and frequents the evening tertulias of dame antonia tells some fanciful traditions about three moorish princesses who were once shut up in this tower by their father a tyrant king of granada and were only permitted to ride out at night about the hills when no one was permitted to come in their way under pain of death. They still, according to her account, may be seen occasionally when the moon is in the full, riding in lonely places along the mountain-side, on palfreys richly caparisoned and sparkling with jewels, but they vanish on being spoken to but before i relate anything farther respecting these princesses the reader may be anxious to know something about the fair inhabitant of the tower with her head dressed with flowers who looked out from the lofty window she proved to be the newly married spouse of the worthy adjutant of invalides who though well stricken in years had had the courage to take to his bosom a young and buxom andalusian damsel May the good old cavalier be happy in his choice, and find the Tower of the Princesses a more secure residence for female beauty than it seems to have proved in the time of the Moslems, if we may believe the following legend. End of chapter 17